0: to Books in the Middle, a podcast just for middle school books. Have you ever experienced one of those moments where you wake up from a dead sleep and you have no idea why? Your heart's pounding, you maybe sit up in bed, you're looking around and you can't understand why you just woke up. Well, that is not what happens to Josh. Josh wakes up one morning, it's early, super early, like 5 o'clock in the morning, Sits bolt up in bed, but he knows exactly why he's woken up. He is experiencing the worst pulse-pounding, metal-on-metal, grinding, horrible, horrific noise he has ever experienced in his life. It feels like it's like going to crush his head. Finally, it stops. His dad comes crashing into his bedroom and has obviously been experiencing the same horrific noise. They stare at each other trying to figure out what on earth it is that they have just heard. Quickly, they start running through ideas and eliminating them. Was it a car crash? No, the sound went on for too long. Josh happens to notice that the phones are down and so is his internet, which is incredibly annoying because he had planned to study for his history test that morning. You know, cramming about a half hour before he went to school, which he wasn't supposed to wake up for another hour, and it's 5 o'clock in the morning. So annoying. His dad thinks maybe the furnace blew up or something, and Josh is like, could the furnace take out the phone and the Internet? Whatever. So they go downstairs, and Josh is just looking out the window. It doesn't look like anyone else is up in the neighborhood yet, and considering it's so early, that's not a big shock. He looks out the window and notices that their dog that was sleeping outside hasn't been disturbed at all by the noise, which is really strange because Dutch freaks out at everything. And he notices also that none of the other neighborhood dogs are yapping or barking or doing anything. His dad comes back up from the basement. No, furnace is just fine. Josh decides to let in Dutch, who has woken up from his nap on the back porch and is now wanting to come into the house. I reach for the door. Josh, wait. The urgency in Dad's voice stops me cold. He's looking up. I follow his eyes. The air is sucked out of my lungs. My jaw hangs open, numb. Dropping down through the clouds, silent like a spider on a web, is a massive black sphere. It's a mile away at least, but even from this distance, it dwarfs the neighborhoods below. I brace myself for the horror of watching houses crushed with people inside but it stops well above the trees, maybe 500 feet off the ground. It hovers soundlessly. Dad whispers, "'Sweet Jesus!' He points to another one, farther to the east, then another. Within half a minute, the entire horizon is dotted with black spheres. Dutch scratches at the glass, oblivious to the scene playing out above his head. The spheres begin to rotate. Then, as if on cue, they all start emitting jagged beams of white-blue light. The beams split off into smaller and smaller ones, like twigs off a branch, some into the air, most striking the ground. Two cars are speeding down a fire road on horse heaven hills. A flash of light, and they're both gone. No explosion, no ball of flame, just gone. Dad, I yell. He stares out the window, shaking his head, mumbling, no, 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 I'm checking out front. I sprint through the kitchen and down the hall to the living room window. I scan the front yard. There's a sphere spinning above the apartment building. It's picking off cars parked along the curb. A dog trots by, dragging an empty leash. There's a bicycle on its side in the middle of the cul-de-sac, an upside-down helmet and rolled-up newspapers scattered around. These belong to Jamie, our newspaper girl. I open the front door, search our yard, the street. Jamie! Nothing. Jamie! To my right, a whimpering, crying sound. Four cars and a beat-up RV are parked at various spots in the cul-de-sac. A white Honda is closest to me. Jamie is crouched down low, using her position to shield her from the sphere. It's a 40-yard dash to our front step. A flash of light, and two cars are gone. Jamie, now! She looks at me. There's a cut on her forehead, blood smeared on her cheek. Another flash. The RV disappears. She hesitates for a second, then stands up and runs. But something is wrong. Her left leg collapses. She regains her balance, starts running, stumbles again. I lunge to go out and help her. Two arms wrap me in a vice from behind. I'm pulled screaming back into the house. Jamie's at the end of our driveway. Her eyes lock on mine. She disappears mid-stride in a flash of white-blue light. Pod by Stephen Wallenfels.